0: Hey, Hope family, welcome back to another Hope Daily. As promised, we will be back in Romans 15 today. And specifically, we'll just be looking at two verses, verses eight and nine. And I've titled this one Faithful and Merciful because these are two attributes that Paul ascribes to God in these two verses. Let's take a look. For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness, or other translations say to bear witness to God's truth or to show God's faithfulness, in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Remember back to Romans 1, Paul sets out writing an apologetic, or a defense of God. God has been faithful to his word and his character from the very beginning. He was faithful through creation. He was faithful through creation. He was faithful by choosing Abraham. He remains faithful by including the Gentiles into the family of God. Now, Paul is coming back and making a summary of his arguments. Christ has come to show the faithfulness of God. He has come as a fulfillment to the promises given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Faithfulness is a core characteristic of who God is. God is faithful. He is true to his word and his character. God cannot mislead. He cannot renege or deceive. What God says, God will do. Another core characteristic is God's mercifulness. God is faithful and he is merciful. Both of these are good news for us. I'm sure that you understand that these are good news. I'm sure that you've experienced the goodness of God's faithfulness and the goodness of God's mercy. In Christ, we see God being faithful to his covenant people by fulfilling the promises made to those people. We also see God's mercy to the Gentiles displayed in Christ. From the outset of Jesus' ministry, it is clear he was going to include the Gentiles. From the outset of Jesus' ministry, it's clear that he plans to include the Gentiles and the promises made to the covenant people. See the Gospel of Luke. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus' ministry to the Gentiles is on full display, especially right off the bat in his ministry in Luke chapter four. But this is who God is, faithful and merciful. We see this from the inception of the Jewish people. As God calls Abraham and makes a promise to him. This promise being that through Abraham would come a nation that would bless all the other nations. We see the struggles for Abraham to see this promise manifest. And in seeking to bring about these promises, Abraham impregnates his slave Hagar. When Hagar is found to be with child, she receives the scorn of Sarah and is eventually sent off to fend for herself and her son with little more than a jug of water. God, the faithful and merciful shows up to Hagar. He says, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for the multitude. This is the promise that God made to Abraham, now being repeated to the woman who bears his son. God is faithful and merciful. God is keeping the promise he made to Abraham through the son of Hagar. God is being faithful to his word and he's being merciful to this slave woman. When Abraham and Sarah cast her off and reject her, they show clearly a lack of mercy, but God's mercy sees Hagar and his faithfulness allows him to keep the promise he made to Abraham. God does not punish Abraham and Sarah for this. We could ask why not? Uh, We could say that they got themselves in this position and because they didn't trust in God and so now Sarah won't have any kids and the promise will only be kept through Ishmael but God doesn't do that God is faithful to his word to Abraham and to Sarah and is merciful to both of them by allowing them to continue in the promise that he made as we know God manifest this promise ultimately through Isaac, the offspring of Sarah. But when Abraham strayed from God's original intent, God did not grab hold of the loophole. God didn't tell Hagar, well, you're out of luck. Abraham doesn't like you, so I guess I don't either. He didn't point the finger at Abraham and say, it's your fault. You did this. God was faithful to his word and merciful to a slave woman. Even predating Abraham, we see a faithful and merciful God in the garden, Adam and Eve are given free rein to eat all the fruit of the garden, bar- barring one tree. They are told that if they eat of it, on that day, they will surely die. They do eat of that tree, but they do not die on that day. They, in fact, live for hundreds of more years. Yet, they were barred from the garden and barred from access to the tree of life, lest they reach out their hands and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever, as it says in Genesis 3.22. God was faithful to his word, but merciful in delaying the results of his word. In God, and most vividly in Christ, we see both faithfulness and mercy. God does not have to choose between the two. Christ embodies them both. How easy is it for us to lean heavy on one and then empty ourselves of the other? Either we have to stick to our word, show our strength and resolve, let people know that we mean business, or we can be merciful, forgiving, accommodating. Let us have the mind of Christ, who both kept his promises and provided mercy to those who broke theirs. Let us be faithful to our call in Christ by showing mercy as we have been shown mercy.